Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily. Then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. And you can do that all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, and this is my personal testimony, of course, I feel like having options like video podcasts and Q&A and polls has let me be creative on another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Hey, Upper East Siders, and welcome back to the Lonely Boys Podcast. Uh, we are back here to talk about everything we didn't get to for last week's episode. Um, you know, first episode, very jam-packed, so I uh, couldn't fit it all in. We're here to talk about the second half of the episode, and of course, I am not here alone. My lovely podcast assistant host is with me. Uh, he is the creepy uncle of podcasting, Brendan Ruppel. Hey-o. Brendan, how are you today? Hi. Um, great today. Um, you're the first person ever to give me that, like, someone to say that name to me. Like, I've, I've, it was a self-given nickname, and no one else has ever said it. So now <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that it's starting to finally catch on where other people are actually saying it back. That's true. You you usually introduce yourself on your other podcast, right? Right, you I introduce myself. You uncle of podcasts. But I like this. I, I think Brian should do more introducing of me on my other podcast. I, th- I, right, I think yeah. this is what I the am, main I host does. Even. Right, I didn't even introduce myself. I am the not creepy uncle of <laughs> okay. podcasting. Right. I am Matt Gagan. And uh, so, yeah, we are here to talk about the second half of the pilot episode of Gossip Girl. We are uh, we are a week in between recordings to go a little behind the scenes. So, oh. you know, uh, might be, you know, might might not even remember everything that happened. But, you know, I think I've watched it enough yeah. where we can hold down the fort. And maybe I'll remember Selena's name this week. Maybe. maybe. We're also a little bit hungover because you did throw the party of the century <laughs> yesterday. That's right. It was an absolute banger. But we look, we, we are, both look great, though. We are fresh, fresh after uh, Brendan's big birthday bash that he just threw. Mm-hmm. Some are calling it uh, a, a top two, top two day of summer. Top so two far. day of summer. What was number one? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I haven't decided yet. This and the uh, <laughs> but it's I, up there no matter what. When back back on back on back on June fifth when we when I did the big Adventure Lane reunion party uh, that was another fun another day. One. So I think those are the two that are in the running right now. Don't know what's number one, what's number two. Maybe by the end of summer I can get a nice top five going. You know, I yeah, like to. Yeah, summer's not over yet. I hope I'm at least in the top three by the end of the summer. But yeah, it was good. I got very drunk, but did not black out. Yeah, that's that's, not, that's the best version you know, of drunk. Did not did not throw up. Did not do anything. Sent out a lot of drunk texts, but that that's was okay. good. That's, so. that's all good fun. Yeah. Uh, all, in, I, all in a night's work. I wonder, speaking of uh, drinking, I wonder how often these Gossip Girls will black out in the show, if that ever happens or not. Do you think that'll be a plot point at some point? Someone uh, blacking out and having to piece together a night? Maybe. Uh, hangover style? Maybe there'll just be a, a, like a ten-minute scene of all black <laughs> at one point. <laughs> Sounds very entertaining. It seems like a pretty popular uh, popular trope. Yeah, especially for, the, for kids. The day where someone wakes up and they're like, what happened last night? You right. kind of piece it together mystery style. It just might. But... That did not happen in the pilot episode. We uh, we left off at the big reveal where uh, Chuck had his first of two sexual assaults of the episode. Mm-hmm. But while doing that, also we found out that he knew about uh, Blair, uh, well not Blair, Serena and Nate uh, having a little fling during some mm-hmm. wedding where they were both drunk at, and Nate effectively cheating on uh, Blair with 
Blair's best friend, Serena. So right. now we can talk about the uh, the aftermath yes. of finding all of that out. Are you ready to get into it? I'm ready for it. Uh, I just want to say that so far this is a record number of sexual assaults in an episode, and I hope we don't break that. I, we'll see. God, if we get if we get three from from one person in one episode, that'd be. I'm assuming they're all going to be chucked too at this point. I don't know. Many not other something people. I want to discuss. Yeah, he's not re, not building a good reputation for himself. No. Off the bat, he is he, he is a fan favorite to uh, a certain subset of uh, Gossip Girl fans, but uh, entertaining that, to say the least so not, far. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So uh, after all that happens, uh, in the in the hotel kitchen, we see uh, Serena kind of storming out after uh, effectively fighting off Chuck. Uh, good for her. Uh, Dan is going to bump into Serena. Um, and, uh, you know, Serena, a little rude to him, kind of doesn't maybe recognize him. But, you know, to be expected, she's in a little bit of a bad mood mm-hmm. since after her conversation with Chuck. So, uh, But after she bumps into Dan, she drops her phone. Um, Dan picks it up, and this is a little bit of a... Uh, prologue for for the uh, series you did you see you on netflix i have not seen another it. Penn I've, badgley great i've scrolled past ah. it but i have not seen it yeah so in that one in the first episode he kind of find uh steals a, a girl's phone and kind of stalks her and that's kind of what's going on for the I whole see, first I season see. so this reminded reminded me of that but we don't have to talk about it we since don't. you uh not, since you've never seen the there's show. so many shows you haven't seen you really <laughs> gotta... i don't i don't keep up with tv i'm not as bad as our friend pete who's only seen one show but the Office. <laughs> Many <laughs> he, times. He watches sports, he watches Big Brother, and he watches The Office, and he watched The Office ten times in a row. <laughs> and that is it. it. We'll not give any other show a chance. I don't see why. Yeah, I, I understand. Not even Parks and Rec? No, uh, he tried. See, <laughs> at a certain point when he was uh, watching The Office over and over again, uh, he did. He would watch through the whole series of The Office and then watch one episode of Parks and Rec. And then watch through all of the office, and then <laughs> oh watch the God. second episode of Parks and Rec. Cycle. So I ended up only getting like three episodes into Parks and Rec, and then gave up on it. Yeah. Because, I mean, the first season not the strongest, yeah, the, but you the, just got to get past that first season. Three of the worst better. ones. Yeah, I mean, I I have always said that the office is better than than Parks right. and Rec, so I'll, I'll give it to him there that he will keep watching the superior show. But yeah, maybe more last per minute with Parks and Rec, but better show in the office. I think uh, Parks and Rec probably overall has a better cast of characters yeah um but uh, i think the office has the better better storylines yeah, better, better writing yeah. and you know it came first so it's more revolutionary in that way definitely um and that this is what this is what the people want to hear us talk about they want to hear us talk about the office v yeah I mean, it's, it's not a podcast unless you go off topic here and there of course the whole point of course so we, we we should schedule these uh off-topic tangents to keep to keep everyone interested <laughs> yeah of course um so yeah, he he's, he finds a phone. Really, nothing much to comment there. That's just gonna kind of set up what happens later in the episode. Uh, we see Nate and his dad sprinting sprinting mm, through the park. Not not just a leisurely jog. They're uh, they're really going at it. Um, and at this point, you know, I, I mentioned in the last episode that everyone kind of has shitty parents. I think. I mean, we haven't met everyone yet, but number one on the board uh, seems to be Nate's dad. Mm-hmm. Maybe the shittiest so far. Do you agree or yeah, disagree I mean, with that? Yeah, I mean, pretty typical rich parent move here uh or he is this this is after they break up or he tried to break up with yes the, this with, is uh, I, this is Blair this here. is when uh nate yeah nate's telling his yeah. dad that he broke up with her. Like, oh, no 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 and you, you really see you the, gotta save the family business yeah, i'm about to make a deal with it with her mom insane insane yeah. you really see the pressure that these parents put on their kids you know I, I mean everything is for appearances like the parents don't really care about the kid their kids happiness which really bums me out and it's everything about yeah. appearances it's gonna look good if he stays together with Blair especially for this business deal that he has to complete or whatever 
Um, so again, it's what, what you I kind mean, of expect you, you for see, rich parents. Yeah. I mean, you see, Nate Nate broke up with Blair, and he is not a care in the world right now. He could not be happier. Yeah. He has a big smile on his face while he's running <laughs> like with dad, his dad. I broke up he, with her finally. He is not broken me? up about this at all. But, like, Are they wearing jogging suits as well in this scene? <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just imagine trying to control your kid like that. Um, yeah, I mean, it kind of... Uh, you. I, I was kind of making parallels to the parents in uh, in the OC while watching this. It's mm-hmm. this is my first time watching Gossip Girl since watching the OC, so it's fun for me to kind of make these parallels right, to, with the same to see the similarities between the parents in both of the shows. You've seen the OC once before? Oh no 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 no! I've I'm on my third watch of the OC. Okay, right but now. you've still seen Gossip Girl more times. Yes, I've seen Gossip Girl. I, I've watched Gossip Girl in its entirety three times, and then various episodes here and there right. more than that. So. This is my fourth full watch through of Gossip Girl. Gotcha, gotcha. And I'm doing my third full watch through of the OC at the moment. Okay, I know. Uh, you, well, you're the, currently watching uh, the new podcast, Gilmore Girls, and I know there's an OC I cast am. member that just got introduced to you recently. Is that is that true? One of the bad members? Uh, no, I mean at, you were talking about Adam Brody. Yeah. Yeah, Adam Brody is on season three, obviously, oh, on season three, and. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's in season three. So I'm on season five. He actually left Gilmore Girls because he got the the lead role gotcha. or one of the lead roles in the very OC. Cute, man. So very unfortunate. I would have loved to him be on the entirety of Gilmore Girls, but if we had to lose him so that the iconic Seth Cohen could exist in the OC, I'm glad. I'm glad Fair we enough. got that to happen. Yeah, and we just we um, Nicole just watched uh, New Girl tonight. His episode uh, where he's Jess's ex boyfriend that comes back and says that he wants to leave his wife for her. Oh, Adam Brody's in an episode, he's in an of, New episode Girl of New Girl, too. I was like, oh, wow, there oh he God, is. He's in so many good things. Yeah. He's in he was episodes of like Single Parents. He was looking like a hunk, too, and he had scruff the, going on and nice long yeah. hair. Oh, he's a great-looking guy. Yeah. He was in... He had, he had a recurring role in Single Parents, the show that I watched, because Leighton Meester was the star of. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I... Uh, I when, when I did my season three end of season three character rankings because I like to rank my top ten Gilmore Girls characters at the end of each season um, I didn't send it to you because you were still on suspension right. at that point you were on your two season suspension of, <laughs> my thoughts of, of Gilmore Girls but I did have Adam Brody's character Dave Rogalski just make it into the number ten nice. of my top ten I like him he's, he's, he's got a cute little show, lisp I don't know what his speech impediment is but it's yeah, very cute he does, he does have a little bit of a little, a little bit of something. A lisp I'm a big, big fan of a lisp yeah you know I had a lisp until second grade really? I had to go to speech yeah I didn't know that we were yeah, friends well, since first grade, and I, uh, Yeah, you would have thought you, you heard it on me. Did you notice I had a lisp in first grade? <laughs> I didn't know. Maybe that time I that you well. ran face first into the chalk zone knocked it right out of you. <laughs> that, that wasn't until sixth grade, but... <laughs> I think you, you practiced <laughs> in first grade. I think we, we were trying it. And you're like, you know what? <laughs> I, I miss these a, days. Yeah. Chalk zone was an iconic show for so many years that I'd be concerned if more people weren't trying to jump through chalk boards <laughs> right. to get into chalk zone. All right, we'll start that. So, recap uh, in in conclusion, the parents of the show suck. Is basically what I was trying to say. Right. Um, so now we see Dan is trying to return the phone. This is a uh, is a pretty funny scene. Where he's trying to return the phone, and the guy doesn't believe him that he knows Serena. Um, I bet this creep Dan probably read through all of her text messages oh, who first. Wouldn't? I, I I bet I bet he did. Yeah. I bet he's like, "Is she talking about me?" Especially because there's probably no passcodes on phones back then, right? No, I, Serena can't be Serena can't be bothered to have a pass password and especially yeah since they're all using flip phones right. and uh so we see serena she's like hey dan i remember you and he's like ah see she remembers mm-hmm. me so he he gives he i mean imagine not having your phone for a day like serena for an entire apparently day did not and just like not like if i don't have my if i can't find my phone for five minutes i'm like freaking out and looking anywhere I, and serena apparently just went on 
with her dad. Right. I'm, I'm always I'm always patting all my pockets, like wherever I go. Hundred percent. Like, oh. The the three pocket pack pat down to yep. make sure you have your uh, phone wallet and keys. Mm-hmm. The good old, my favorite Adam Sandler song. So, <laughs> so uh, th- this I mean this things are really starting to fall into place for Dan now because Lily kind of comes out of nowhere. Um, in her also controlling nature is like I saw the uh, the invitation for the kiss on the lips party I, and I picked out this dress for you or whatever and she's like oh I'm actually not going to that and Lily really cares about the the uh, the politics of high school and she's like oh this would have been great for you to make your return appearance <laughs> right. or like great what do point. you care Lily Just, <laughs> don't you have like adult things to be doing yep. rather than worry about Serena's appearance at the kiss yeah, on the she's lips a big party fan. huge fan jeez yeah Lily's very invested in the social life of her daughter. Um, so, uh, Serena is gonna improvise here and be like, oh, I can, I, uh, I actually have a date. And this is when, uh, Dan introduces himself to Lily and says he's, he's Dan Humphrey. And yep. <laughs> this is, I, this is, this is a very funny scene where, uh, Serena's trying to pretend like she's a big fan of the, the, the band Lincoln Hawk, which yeah. is the, uh, is top band. 10 most forgotten bands of the nineties <laughs> at, at uh, number nine. Just like, Oh, I'm such a huge fan. I can't wait to yeah. go. Uh, Dan is, uh, Dan is getting very wet right now. Probably. Oh, so like, it's fine. It's finally happening. He goes from zero to hero really early on in the series. Yeah. Even though he, he probably thinks it's still just a joke right now that they're not actually going to go on the date. But even just imagining he right now, he's probably like... Because he, he walks away for uh, a second. She's like, I'll see you at eight. Right. And he's like, oh, shit, really? Yeah. Direct quote. And this is... And that's, yeah, and then he goes, uh, you'd really go out with some guy you don't know? And she says, I might, can't be worse than the guys that I do know. She said, Another I might line that is just burned so. in my brain. I, li- <laughs> <laughs> I literally said this line as she was saying it while I was watching the episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dan does his weird... Uh, celebration, like where he like clicks his heels together. Howie, and goes, ha- Howie Mandel, si- <laughs> Howie Mandel, signing off of Deal or No Deal or something. He does like a weird salute. Like, he's just, <laughs> the guy, he just the weirdest it. thing I've ever no seen. No date for you now. he's lucky she didn't <laughs> yeah. see because that would have been. Uh, but yeah, now now he's really now he's really wet. Now he's like, I cannot believe this is actually happening. I'm getting. I have a date with the Serena Vanderwoodson, who I've been stalking for seemingly two yeah. years, probably. That was like just waiting for this to happen. Wet from being like excited and horny because I feel like that would mean we would just like piss our pants anytime we got too excited. <laughs> <laughs> we would not be a fan of that. <laughs> Wearing like khakis, especially. Yeah. Um, no easy way to transition out of that conversation. <laughs> so I'll just. <laughs> no more piss talk. So I'll just keep. Go- I'll just keep going. Okay, on you keep episode. going. Just ignore me. Um, Nate and Blair at dinner now. Uh, Nate has essentially been forced back into this relationship. Uh, an unwilling participant in his own relationship. Uh, and, um, you know, it, it seems that uh, just when kind of Serena and Blair patch things up, now this, this secret is out, uh, you know, it, it couldn't be that easy. We have no, to no, no. kind of start this up again now that Blair knows, uh, you know, she doesn't want Nate talking to Serena anymore. She's seemingly going to be done talking to Serena now. Uh, poor poor loser Nate that just has to put up with all this. Yeah. He thought he was he thought he was home free. He thought he had broke with with Blair and that he wouldn't have to worry about these politics yeah. anymore. But now here he is back in the thick of things. And um, even maybe thinking that she'll kind of reject him. And, but you know, she accepted him with, with open arms right away. He's yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Shit. And he's like, really? He's like, really? Are you sure. Like, you, you really, really want, want me to? Really? Like, we're going to still, okay. all right, I guess I'm your boyfriend. This is fun. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. So, uh, you go through that. And now, um, we have the first scene, uh, with Rufus and Lily as, as a pair talking. We see, Lily go into Rufus's gallery, and we're like, "Oh, what's what's going on here?" Because now they they clearly know each other based on this uh, conversation, and you know, like they said, yes. in a small island like Manhattan, they were kind of bound to bump into each other. Yeah, lots of sexual tension here. Oh, let's not be coy. They they fucked. Oh yeah, 
<laughs> they have fucked. They is, is that, I don't know how long. We don't know how long their relationship lasted, but uh, long enough for to that that uh, you know, it is noteworthy. Uh, yes. He kind of mentions that she she sold up. She sold out. Lily kind of Lily kind of moved up in the world, and uh, Rufus is Rufus is bitter about that, right? Yeah. I, but Lily's also bit, bitter. Uh, Lil, Lily kind of disses his music and art. He mentions her multiple divorces. Uh, Mm-hmm. Says that she's moved on from rock stars to billionaires. Yep. Um, what do we think? Are we Team Rufus or Team Lily right now? Definitely Team Rufus. Yeah, don't doubt. have a lot to go on, but it He's seems like Rufus is the good guy so here. Yeah, well, you got it. You got it. When in doubt, go with go with the, the hotter character. That's yeah. what I always say. <laughs> if, <laughs> Even if, if, if it's wrong. a tie, tie, tie goes to tie the goes to the hot character. <laughs> that is that. I mean, that's always been my motto. Tie that's goes the to the mantra hot of the show, character. baby. <laughs> a lot of hot characters, as I will say every episode. So far, um, just I'm still working on that for me. So far, <laughs> only a handful. But listen, this we'll is like I said, go. this is a pilot episode. People are in their awkward. They they haven't exactly. gotten their look down yet for their characters. Well, don't worry, it's right, coming. It change. is coming. Uh, Dan and Dan and Little Jay getting ready for their nights. They are both in awe of themselves. They can't believe it. Jenny's like, I'm going to the Kiss on the Lips party. You are on a date with Serena Serena Vanderwoodson. We are we're really <laughs> we moving up prime. in this world. It's, we're doing it. We're doing it, Dan. And Dan's trying to play it off like he doesn't go. Oh, I don't oh, want okay. to be an yeah, insider yeah. anyway. I'm, uh, I'm too good for this. It's you know, I don't, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we we know we know Dan wants to be a part of it just as much as Jenny does. Yeah, yeah. Um, we see Blair getting ready. Also, um, Eleanor kind of <laughs> giving her some wise words of advice, telling her that you will never be more beautiful or thin or happy than you are right now, which is great <laughs> to say to someone who is. <laughs> 16 years old. That's how you start <laughs> eating disorder like, this is it. right there. This is it. Yeah, I, I hate I hate this fake Eleanor. This Yeah. This El, this person who is not the real Eleanor who is standing in for the real oh, right, Blair's she's mom. Be gone soon. Yes, she'll be gone after yeah. this episode. And I just I, and uh yeah, I terrible thing to say to you <laughs> to say to your daughter. Um So, yeah, uh pretty much just these kids should stop listening to their parents. Um, I think the the more they the less they listen to their parents, the better they'll be probably. Yeah. Um, rich kids in the limo, the uh, the kind of core group. It seems like uh, everyone's having a good time. You know, yada yada. They're all actually having a great time, except for Nate, pretty much, who does not seem happy to be you know back with Blair and having to go to this uh, this social gathering. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, they're on their way to the Kiss and the Lips party, which is the uh, kind of party of the episode. And you will notice that this is a, this is kind of like the main, like obviously the Gossip Girl narration is a framing device, but mm-hmm. the the main storytelling device is kind of every episode. There's going to be a big party really? or event or social oh, gathering fun. that takes place at the end of the episode. So it's like awesome. the first half of the episode is always kind of leading up to it, and then the second <laughs> half of the episode That's is kind of going to be the main party that everyone goes to. Yep. So it, well, yeah, it's a show about rich people and there's going to be some kind of watch. event every single week Yeah, that these people are going to. Nice. So this Kiss on the Lips party is the party of the episode. Of the episode. Um, okay. But first we're going to see Dan meet up with Serena um, and you know, you, you kind of see you, you see what Dan sees in Serena. She is has a very affable nature, a very charming smile and laugh. You see what Serena sees in Dan. He's a, seems to be a very nice guy, cracking wise and everything. Um, they seem to have good chemistry right off the bat in this first date. Very nice. I, I, I'm happy to see it so early on. I again, like you'd think the, the the loser, or seemingly so, of the show would not get with like the it girl so soon. So soon. So this soon. First episode. It's, Nowhere it's, to go but down. It, exactly. <laughs> oh, well. Dan is at his peak right now in episode yeah. one out of 121. So yeah, it kind of cuts back and forth with his date and the kiss on the lips party. But if we just stick with the date, um, 
Uh, Dan takes uh, Serena to meet meet his dad on the first date, uh, and she'll <laughs> right. point this out. Uh, and it, it, for 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 those of you who have seen the OC that are listening, I think that Rufus is kind of supposed to be like our uh, our Sandy Cohen here, where he's blowing up Dan's spot on his date, kind of uh, kind of just being the dorky dad. But you know, Rufus, but great cool. guy, he seems like, but Pretty he's cool. a very he's a poor, poor, poor man, Sandy Cohen. He is he will never be what uh, what Sandy Cohen was in the OC. Is Sandy Cohen? Uh, he's a, once blo- you watch, a beloved dad. Beloved, beloved TV dad. A lot of, you know, I, I, uh, I tend to not really care about the adults when I watch these teen dramas, but even I have a, have a soft spot for Sandy Cohen. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Rufus, he's trying. He's, he's trying to be that for the, for Gossip Girl. And, uh, so far so good. I like him. Yeah. He's, uh, seems to be very proud of Dan that he, top five people. He landed a, sure. Seems very proud of Dan that he landed a date with the Serena Vanderwoods and kind of, Blowing up his spot, right? He, he's, um, I feel like he's kind of like living through his son's shoes here too. Yeah, he wants to fuck her yeah. mom so bad. My son, <laughs> jacking up to um, his son's date. <laughs> All right, nothing like you it. know. There's there's a line, and you're just always crossing it. <laughs> um, so so the at, we at the much awaited kiss on the lips party, uh, the, the party of the week, as I've called it. You know, you you remember how high school was when there was a party every oh, week. Oh yeah, we were kiss on the lips parties. Right. He's not, everyone got dressed up and just went onto these super nice, super fancy parties and just, yep. I guess, just kiss each other on the lips. I don't know. I don't <laughs> I know. Like how the name specific... of the party gets right to what, what, what's <laughs> yeah. going to happen there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's a specific point at the party where I don't like Blair rings a bell and she's like, like "Okay, right. everyone, partner up. I we're going to do kiss. some kissing on the lips." <laughs> it's that time of night. Right. I wasn't sure if it was supposed to be that direct, like the, as as far as like when the, the name of the party was, or if it was like a weird, rich thing I didn't understand. Like it meant something yeah. else, but I guess it is as far as just like as simple as that. Yeah, everyone's gonna kiss here. Um, you're gonna get lucky if you go to this party. Yeah. you were lucky enough to get an invite. Um, and just in case or unlucky, you were wondering, yeah, <laughs> just in case if you're still on the fence about whether you should root for Chuck or not, he's gonna say something <laughs> even grosser. He just asks who this Jenny girl is and. Uh, Whoever he's talking to, she's I think one of Blair's minions is gonna say she's a freshman, and he goes, uh, oh, yeah. "I love freshmen. They're so." And she finishes fresh. off the sentence, "Fresh." So yeah, it's a uh, God just making I, my skin crawl. He's literally he's just, just foaming when he says that too. I feel yeah. like he's just and he's going and to at the mouth. yeah, pr- literally pray like seek out this freshman yeah. girl, pray on this freshman girl. It's it um, and it, it most the most uncomfortable part of the show, obviously, and there's also kind of like a uh, not only is there an an age difference where. Uh, he's two years older than Jenny, but there's also kind of like a weird power dynamic thing because Little Jay is like clearly such a fan of these kids that are featured right. on Gossip Girl. She's like starstruck with she Chuck really is talking to her. So, and, and like normally he'd be like, "Oh my god, this guy's so obviously creepy! Like, don't listen to him, don't go with him." But he's gonna, she's gonna kind of listen to to what he's saying. She's um, young, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, a nice Akon song is playing. Um, oh, what song? Oh, 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 oh yeah. Yeah, I got really excited. This is a nice little time capsule. We're really going to hear these 2007 really songs. I'm, I'm so, that's just... one of my favorite parts about the show so far. I know from how good the music was in the first episode, I'm sure throughout the series, like we talked about last episode, it's just going to mm-hmm. be bangers after bangers. Yes, I'm, I'm very excited. Some of my favorite um, music. There, there's another song that they play at the end of this episode that like made me laugh out loud. But, <laughs> we'll, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, it's like a horror movie playing out in slow motion at this point because you kind of know what's going to happen and you're like screaming at the at the screen like Jenny, don't follow him. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. But she's going to follow him. They're going to this weird like I guess staircase they're in right now. Um, 
this is where uh, the, the titular kiss on the lips is going to happen, even though uh, Jenny, clearly not into it. Chuck is going to kind of play like he's a good guy and be like, listen, if you don't want to do anything, you don't have to do anything. That's all part um, of his this plan. Kind of it's his move. Even... <laughs> It is kind of even grosser because Taylor Momsen, who plays Jenny, is actually only 14. She really does look and, young. Yeah. Yeah, and the guy playing Chuck is, like, 20, so it's even, like... I, like, I, I've always said this, like, even with the OC is another example of, like, I, like, I am fine with people that are 24, 25 years old playing high schoolers. That does not bother me. It's fine because then, at least for me, like, yeah. I don't have to feel guilty about thinking they're hot and, exactly. like, watching them through it. But if you are going to make the guys 24, 25, also cast the girls to be, you know... At least in their twenties, like right. don't don't you, cast a cast guy that is in his, yeah. Don't cast a guy in their in their like mid twenties. Even though in this example, Chuck is only twenty years old, or the guy Ed Westwick is only twenty years old. But don't yeah. cast people in their twenties and then have the girls be you know teenagers. That's just uh, Josh Schwartz. If you're listening for your next show, just uh, <laughs> just want to put yeah. Because girls are like they they can look and very also, young please, depending yeah. on their time. And also please come on the podcast, Josh Schwartz, if you're listening. I, I think should I reach out? Do you think Josh Schwartz is on Twitter? <laughs> I think he's probably well, on Twitter. Tweet at him. Say be on next show. I should. I mean, he's one of my one of my heroes. I should be following him on Twitter, but I'm sure he likes to be on every Gossip Girl podcast there is. Josh, he's gonna do his, I, gonna do his rounds. I, I doubt it. I'm sure he's too busy for that. No. Yeah, I don't. He's gonna s- I don't see him. I don't think he's on. I don't think he's on Twitter. So does he have a show going on right now? Yeah, he has the Gossip Girl reboot going on right now. Oh well, besides that, any, any other new IP? Happening. Um, looking for Alaska was a couple of years ago, and that was really good too. Yeah. Okay. I'm um, still working. And he, I mean, you well, said he was young. He was when he started the show. He was he in was twenties, right? Well, so. when he started the OC, he was twenty six. Mm-hmm. When he starts this show, I think he's thirty. Um, let's do a quick IMD bags on on Josh yeah. Schwartz. See what he's see what he's got going on now. I mentioned the Gossip Girl reboot where he's an executive producer, and then yeah, before this, the last thing he did was Looking for Alaska in twenty nineteen, which I was a very big fan of. That's right, over, right? It was just a mini series. It was one season. Okay. Because it was it was based on the book. So unless they gotcha. want to, just kind of like start making stuff up, they really can't. Right, which they do often. Go forward with that story. Yeah. Uh, he's got Nancy Drew going on on the CW right now. Uh, they love him on the CW. Yeah, CW and Josh Schwartz is yeah. a very iconic duo. Yeah, most things that he has done have been for the CW. He loves those teen dramas, with baby. With the uh, the notable exception exception being Chuck, which was on NBC and also mm-hmm. not a teen drama. He seems kind of like uh, like how Dan Schneider is to Nickelodeon. Yeah, without the foot fetish. <laughs> well, he's probably got some other kind of fetish. Yeah, without the creepy Dan Schneider stuff. Yeah, less so. Um, where were we? Where were we? Put your finger back on that page. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, you know what? You know what the problem is? What's that? See, what I, I, a little peek behind the scenes. I... Uh-huh. Uh, I actually write my notes out on on paper instead of typing on the computer, like I'm sure all the cool Gen Z people do. I'm on, I'm so on I'm paper actually, too, also. Yeah, I reached the bottom of a page, and my problem was I didn't turn the page. So I was trying to find where <laughs> I was on the page, and like, okay. not gonna work when you got to turn the page. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I, I was planning on whenever like you were going down to read and trying to find your spot. If there's like a little bit of dead air, just cutting that out. But all that was really good, so I might I might just <laughs> I might just leave that in so people understand what's going on. <laughs> For context. Uh, yeah, listen, we don't get, we, this is, you're going to get some behind the scenes stuff here. We're not afraid to show you what goes into this, into this recording. Like, oh, my, you know. My favorite podcast from Matt Gagan, he writes his notes on paper. <laughs> I love knowing that about him. A lot I don't of know who, who this brummy guy is that listens to a Gossip Girl podcast. A lot of people, you know, you listen to a podcast, it's so polished, it's so perfect, and you're like, right. hey, wow, these, these guys, they're so professional. We are going to make a point to show you that we are not professionals. Right. We, are, we pride ourselves on being 
halfwits that do a bad job. That's right. And yeah. uh, so anyway, Jenny at least uh, makes the, the very smart decision to at least text Dan. Uh, I'm going to tell her it's another emergency. Um, unlike the, the first emergency she texted him about, which was just uh, Dan needed to help her pick out a dress for the party. Right. Um, but yeah, so she she's going to text Dan. We're going to go back to Dan and Serena on their, on their date. Um, and she texts him and it says, help emergency need you in all caps. And I know that uh, Dan did just receive a similar text message from this earlier in the episode, but he still looks at it and is going to ignore it until she texts him a second time, which yeah. is pretty terrible. E- even though, you know, even though she cried wolf a little earlier in the episode, if someone's te- texting you, help emergency need you, you get, especially yeah, since you especially know she's at a party right now. Yeah. But yeah, so luckily she's going to follow up with another one and uh, saying that she's with Chuck or whatever. And that gets uh, Dan's attention. Um, where he kind of mentions to Serena that uh, he might need to go help his sister. And Serena yep. offers to come with him because she knows that Chuck's bad news. This is kind of, I mean, it's just establishing that uh, everyone kind of just knows and accepts that uh, <laughs> Chuck is a piece of shit and people should not yep. be alone with him. It's like the worst kept secret of the Upper East Side that, mm-hmm. oh, she's alone with Chuck? Yeah, she's in trouble. Yeah, we should yeah, go. She's in big like, trouble. No one is making any kind of point to, like, to stop this man. It's, uh, oh, my so, God, Chuck. Uh. Yeah, so very just, you know. Chuck, obviously very problematic, and everyone knows it. And so now Dan and Serena are going to go to the party. Um, and Serena enters the party, and everyone's head just turns immediately. Everyone is discussing, Serena's here, Serena's here. And this is the kind of reaction I want whenever I enter a party. In my right? head, this is what happens when happened when I went to your party yesterday. I know there was only, like, four people there when I showed up, but in my mind, everyone was like, <laughs> right. is that... Is that Matt? Is, is that, that Matty Fresh? Is that Matty? Oh. Is that him? Is he here? And they all call you by your Twitter handle? They do. Usually, yeah. yes. I mean, you should know. Everyone's <laughs> just constantly calling me Matty Fresh 24. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> also, I just so, yeah. want to point out, by the way, that only four people were there when you got there, but more people did come. Just so, <laughs> yeah. just so people know. Yes. Yes. There were more, I mean, more guests. Pete, Pete wanted to be one of the first ones there so, we could, so he could get um, as drunk as possible, and we see how that turned out. Yeah, he, he, mission accomplished, buddy. Listen, we got there, and Pete's Pete's first move was to order a DoorDash to get Ford Locos delivered for all of us, so that we could all have a Ford Loco. As if we were 16, as if we were Gossip Girl age. And if he acted like it was something I really wanted. And I was like, well, no, yeah, I really don't want one. He's like, he no, you, gotta, heard, you never had one. you got to try one. Like, yes, nah, he, had heard that, he had heard that you'd never had a Ford Loco, and he wanted to be your savior to... Oh, well, to introduce you to the world of Four Locos. And, Knight in uh, shining armor, Pete, <laughs> with the neon green Four Loco uh, sour apple, which is fourteen percent. was two percent higher than the other two that you guys yes. got? How was um, your uh, How was your first? It, for something experience. that's that high in alcohol percentage, doesn't taste that boozy. It just tastes more like diabolical. It tastes like a like a really bad energy drink. Mm-hmm. But I was now, expecting it to taste boozy. Yeah, imagine having more than one of them. That I mean, that's kind of insane. Oh no. I think it didn't taste that that bad, but I just, I just knew it would make my stomach feel like shit. I would get, have such yeah. a heartburn. Yeah, it's just so it much. Kill me. So it's so big, so much. Yeah, I, he, I don't he later spoil. iced me. By the way, this is not <laughs> Hobby sp- Boys, but Peter Pete did ice me, and I did um, it. I don't, I don't want to spoil anything, but you never see the characters of Gossip Girl drinking Four Locos at any point. And the they show. don't get iced at all in the show. Even that, no, even though they are okay. high schoolers, so you'd think they would be drinking Four Locos, but no, that is not <laughs> something they. And do that was in the, the prime of Four Loco back then, like 2007. <laughs> it's true. So that was, yeah, that was before the recall. That was back. That was the old Four Loco that was killing yeah, people. Yeah, those are the cocaine ones. <laughs> Um, we have another dramatic stare down between our two heroines, Serena and Blair. Blair kind of notices that Serena's at the party, and ju- every time that Serena crashes one of her parties, she just gives the stare down. 
Um, yep. You know, love, jealousy, whatever, whatever it is, whatever's behind that. They are <laughs> love. Probably love. love. They are going to stare each other down for what feels like the fifth time of the episode. <laughs> um, but we don't have enough. We don't really have time to dwell on that because we need to uh, help Jenny out. Uh, there, you know, there, there's there's uh, no other way to put this. In this scene, Chuck is going to attempt to rape Jenny. There's like you really can't sugarcoat it. She is <laughs> no. She, I mean, she she is clearly saying no, no. I don't want this. Stop. He's saying very violent too. And he is just real. Not even like pressuring her. He's like on top of her, just like forcing himself on her. So, I, I mean, it's it's so bad. It's so bad that uh, to it's very tough to come back from this. Probably impossible. Like it's just. It's not something that I enjoy seeing, but it is the unfortunate reality of this pilot episode that uh, yeah. that Chuck really, uh, you know, wasn't enough to have one sexual assault early in the episode. He, this is going to be a second one, and, uh, you know, it can't even be, you can't even attempt to rationalize it. It's terrible, it's evil, and it's uh, it's bad. And he's he's going to try to rationalize it when Dan comes by saying, it's a party, things happen, so... You know, just <laughs> yeah, yeah, great idea. Again, if you were somehow still on the fence about oh. whether uh, you liked Chuck or not in this episode, you know he's really gonna seal the deal with that one. Um, but through all this, uh, Chuck still not knowing who Dan is, and Dan getting mad at that again did did get me did did funny, get me yeah, to, funny. <laughs> did get me to break. He's like, how do you still not so know high. who I am? <laughs> You're trying to gonna... rape my sister. And then he punches also, him. I want to point out that like how ballsy it is to write a pilot, and like the main climax of that pilot episode is going to be like, yeah, so there's going to be an attempted rape after yeah. a previous sexual assault, and like, yeah, yeah green light this bad. pilot. And I think I think the first episode was pretty heavily based off the book, so I, I guess this, I don't really remember reading the the first book anyway, uh-huh. but I guess they just kind of took this from the book. But uh, don't quote me on that because I'm not sure. But Dan's going to have a very satisfying punch on Chuck. I'm sure Chuck's never been in a fight in his life. He's too much of a you know, a yeah, fancy you can always to... tell in like TV shows when they punch and they're like, ah, fuck my hand. Like they, <laughs> they're the people that do not get into fights often. And Dan's a Dan's a lefty apparently. He had an, a nice southpaw. Oh, good. good yeah, uh, I know. I noticed eye. that. Um. So yeah, that that's at least satisfying. We're gonna see Chuck get punched in the face. Um, yeah, that's good. Uh, Chuck kind of yells at Serena. You're ruined. I have so much dirt on you. You're a, calls her a bitch. I think something like that. So. Uh huh. Um. Chuck does not get his way. Jenny, Jenny is is saved seemingly, and uh, Dan, Jenny, and Serena are gonna are gonna leave the leave leave the party. Uh, Dan, Dan kind of leaves looking like the hero. Saved his sister. Had yep. a pretty successful date with Serena, and he's gonna shoot a shot and kind of mention like a like a second date maybe in the future. Yeah, pretty confident. So yeah, um, all in all, I mean, a pretty good first date for Dan and Serena. I think that that little attempted rape even helped him his case even more by being able to beat up the big bully. He did. I, w- I will say he did. He did get to end the day looking like a hero. So. Yeah, he won some points there. Not 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 saying that Dan is probably happy that his uh, <laughs> sister got got assaulted right. that night, but uh, definitely but definitely can't be too upset with how at least it, things ended up anyway. Itself. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is the this is the song that made me, lol, because. Uh, an, an Angel to an Airwave song started playing, and I could, it heard Tom DeLonge's unmistakable voice, and it just, it, I, <laughs> did, did you not, you didn't, you didn't find this as funny I don't as mem- I did, I don't that, remember, that an uh, Angel's and Airwave song just started playing? No, I don't, I don't remember, it didn't stick out to me. Ah, <laughs> uh, alright, well, it was funny to me. you have it up, you want to play it quick? Uh, we don't have the rights to that song, but if you want. <laughs> uh, okay, we could, we could do a clip next, next time, I'll have, I'll try and have, uh, 
This song's kind of queued up, so I can play like a quick bit. If we can get it, keep it under like six seconds, I'll just play a little, a little <laughs> ditty. All right, perfect. So I think well, six uh, seconds is like that window where we won't get in trouble. Hey, listen, you're so, you're the legal, you're the you're the you're the legal guy for this podcast. You're the guy that's gonna <laughs> yeah. handle all that stuff. So. No problem. Um, and also, if there's any uh, fees, I'll take care of that as well. <laughs> Great. So, uh, so as as they're all leaving, we see we see Blair and Chuck in the doorway. Um, Blair says uh, she better not show her face again, and Chuck says I'm ap- I'm actually hoping she will because you know. Chuck, terrible person, but at least he understands that uh, the drama, the drama is a good thing for this, for this show. That we, we want the drama of Serena. You want the Ser- drama. Yeah, so Serena is sticking around. Um, and uh, yeah, so this this uh, this kind of love Pentagon and uh, mm-hmm. and the, the the alliance chart is already already messy as fuck. Just yeah. we don't know who's on whose side really. We have uh, uh, Blair's kind of in love with Nate, but Nate's kind of in love with Serena, but Serena and Dan are kind of into each other. Mm-hmm. And, Nobody uh, knows who Dan is. Bla- no one knows who Dan is. Blair <laughs> also might be in love with Serena, as is my uh-huh. headcanon, but um, <laughs> so everyone's kind of, and that's 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 how these scene dramas work. Everyone's just kind of in love with yeah, everyone. everyone's so horny for each other. So I, I'm curious to see as, as we go on in this journey who, who you're going to be shipping in this show, who, uh, who your favorite couples are going to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. So so far, it's hard not to like the two nice people on the show, from my perspective. And that meaning uh, Dan and Serena. Right. Yes, yes. Um, that, that's, so I far, she's that, great. That's how I felt after the first episode as well. Um, right. And then we're going to hear Kristen Bell say the iconic line for the first time, you know you love me, XOXO, Gossip Girl, as the as the episode closes out. So uh, that's the first episode. Next week... First episode is a wrap. Next week, I'll give you a little... A little uh, preview and give you the title for next week's episode. It's called "The Wild Brunch." Do you have a prediction which uh, what might happen in next episode? Mm. This could be a fun little segment. Maybe too you... many mimosas. Maybe. I mean, you I can know. assume that it's going to be a brunch and it's going to get wild. Also, um, <laughs> <laughs> good prediction. The, yeah, the, these episodes—they're all kind of. Uh, each episode is based off of something in like pop culture, like a movie title or a song title or something like that, and it's just kind yeah. of tweaked to fit the episode. Okay, so. fair enough. Um, yeah, I can see like well, obviously like the there's a, a a big rift between Serena and Blair. Yes, um, I that assume of course they're, they're going to be at the same brunch at some point in this yes. episode, and maybe they'll both get a little a little tipsy, and maybe like there'll be a, a fight on top of a table, and there'll be some hair being pulled. That's what I'm. I love, I'm, I'm I hoping. Love the, uh, I'm hoping the two of them pour drinks on each other so they both get a little wet and. I love the prediction, and I think yes. you're, I think you're you're pretty you're pretty close. You're pretty uh, spot on with it. Um, <laughs> okay. The, obviously, there is still Blair and Serena tension that needs to be either resolved or that storyline kind of needs to get continued because that was not resolved yet. Um, in the wake of right. a party, Serena receives an ice cold reception from her best friend. That is the uh, that's a little blurb I have for the preview for next episode. So yeah, doesn't give yeah, us much. Yeah, so far all they've done is stare at each other after the two of them know yeah. what happened. And I hope there's uh, more longing stares after that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, overall thoughts on the pilot now that we've reached the end. Um, so, I mean, it, it was good. I, I, I think it says a lot that I want to watch another episode. It's not. It doesn't seem like it's going to be a chore to watch this show so far. I have 120 left, but so far I'm excited <laughs> to watch. <laughs> that the is what I love to hear. I'd like to know Ed, that um, if this does happen at all, what episode is going to be your breaking point where you say? I really don't even want to go on anymore, I but I will for this podcast. Like, but this this is the thing. I know you're that expecting did it for me to me. really hate it. This but is so the, far, I'm like, 
I'm looking. This forward has been a two-week project of getting through this first episode breakdown, and I'm like, oh, I'm, and I, I, I wish it didn't take this long to do the I'm first one because I want to watch the next episode. Without knowing exactly what even happens in in this episode, I'm going to say that it's going to be season five, episode twelve, that finally breaks you. We're, By that we're, point, it's going to be almost done. Whatever we're, number of episodes it is, season five, episode twelve, we're going to watch, and you're going to say, "Do we have to finish these last few episodes? I don't want to. I don't want to do this." Is anymore. that the last season? Uh, season six is the last season, but it's a mini season. Okay. It's only ten episodes. Gotcha. And let me tell you, well, we season at least six make it, yeah. is well, trash. But anyway, I, yikes. So yeah, I, like I'll, I said, I'm in for the long haul, though, baby. That's great. Like I said in the first episode that we did, um, Iconic Pilot perfectly introduces all of the main characters and the conflicts in, conflicts in just 42 minutes. Um, in my mind, I think we just needed more Blair. I think we got a lot. Um, I think it it's hard to really pinpoint who the main, main character of Gossip Girl is. I think uh, you could say it's any of Serena, Blair, and Dan. I think we kind of go through their points of views. Um most most heavily through throughout the show so yeah um and i think we got a lot of serena and dan in this first episode and sure we did. got a lot of blair but i don't think we got as much as them we kind of just see blair as you know a bitch right now yeah i don't think uh if i were watching this on my own i wouldn't really know for sure if blair is going to be like a main main character or right not. exactly and I mean, also knowing blake lively is so much better than any of the other actors mm-hmm. actresses i'm like oh this is her show yes you know. So yeah, it does seem like Serena uh, Blake Lively is the face of the show at this point as as yeah. Serena, um, but hopefully that'll change a little and we'll get some more Blair down the line. Um, this episode, I, I, I want to be turned. I want to be turned into a Blair fan. So let's see oh, how it goes. I can't wait for it to happen. Either that or we're going to be fighting throughout this whole. That's fine. That makes for a good show. Um, you know, this episode of drama, mystery, comedy, some 2007 music, I mean, really some iconic voiceover work from Kristen Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like like you said, like you kind of want to watch the next episode. This is the one that really hooked me and got me so excited to keep watching the show. And uh, yeah, I and dare can I famously dare, be pretty boring. It was I a good dare pilot. anyone to watch this first episode and not want to keep going with the show. I dare you. It's impossible unless you just like eighteen dramas. But then you know this was never for you to begin with. Um, any other any other thoughts, or should we get into some segments? Uh, I got no thoughts. Um, and As let's per get usual. into some segments. Yeah, <laughs> I'm <am, laughs> blank. <laughs> So we have not nailed down what segments will be. I, I, you know, I we did like a little prediction that could be a fun thing. We did the overall thoughts are, already. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was thinking. Do you like to do like uh, awards and stuff like that? Or? Yeah, maybe we could discuss. It's too like, early for that yet. We could discuss favorite characters or hottest characters mm-hmm. or first impressions. But you know, it's not. It's, it's you know discussing favorite characters or hottest characters isn't something that we could do like every episode. So I think maybe right we could do like a check in after every season or every half season or something like that just to yeah maybe maybe ha- there's so much content because they're forty minute episodes especially I think half season yeah. works yeah so check every in, half season and and the season yeah we'll do some checkpoints and we'll discuss uh, who favorite characters are but because um, like hairstyles will have time to change by then exactly. and outfits and yeah and we we've already kind of I've kind of already asked you your first impressions on the cast. Uh, Favorite? You said your favorite are Serena and Dan, or just Serena? Or what, what, overall, Serena favorite and character. Dan. Uh, probably. So top three going to be Serena, Dad, then Dan. Uh, okay. Meaning Rufus. I like it. I like uh, it. Yeah, not not again, uh, not Nate's dad. Not Nate's dad. <laughs> he comes in at number four. Who was? Uh, who's your <laughs> least favorite character so far? I guess besides least Chuck. Because Chuck seems like it could be an obvious answer. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if you yeah, don't Chuck's say Chuck after this answer. episode, I think you are just a shitty person. <laughs> <laughs> right. I had to say it's a tie between um, the, the dad we were just shit-talking. Mm-hmm. Just now I forget, I forget his name. 
Mr. Archibald, the captain, the, Captain Archibald. Right, and then the actress who's, who's about to leave us, that, that mom. I think those are the two words. Oh, yes, uh, like, Eleanor Waldorf, yes. Yeah, but they're, they're just very typical rich parents in a rich white show. Yeah, I would have to agree. Uh, other than yeah. shock, I, the parents are just really uh, shitty in this show. So right, they're, they're just kind of there to drive the plot along a little bit, nothing crazy. And then I guess just going over the other main characters, just kind of first impressions of Nate. First impression of Nate, um, waiting for him to grow some more balls because he seems like he's kind of, uh, kind of, I don't know. He's, he, I don't want to say like use bitch as like a, you know, I don't want to, <laughs> you know, but he, he's being a little fucking bitch. He's kind of being a little fucking bitch. You know, he's, he, he's also, I'm waiting for his, uh, attraction to really hit me. Mm-hmm, I think that's mm-hmm. my biggest issue with his character so far is that he's not <laughs> hot enough. Ah, yes. uh, otherwise, he he, was, he just didn't put on a, a big show like like Dan did. And uh, who else do we have? Jenny. What do you think of Jenny so far? Jenny. Which one was Jenny? Little J, Dan's sister. Oh, Little J. Okay. A lot of a lot of names thrown at me in the first episode. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, she was good. I just feel I feel bad for her. She was cute. Yeah. She, she's adorable. She's, she's adorable. I like Little I like J. Her is a lot, very adorable. A lot of attitude. It's just funny yes. that she looks at all these people like. Uh, they're on a TV show as well in yeah, her like, mind. Right, like they're celebrities and she's watching Or they're like, they're like a sports team she could root for. Exactly. And she's you know, hoping that someday she gets on Gossip Girl herself. <laughs> um, and then who else? Just uh, Blair, we kind of talked and about Blair a little. Blair I talked about a little bit. And yeah. then uh, Lily. What do you think of Lily so far? And Lily was who again? That is Serena's mom and uh, Rufus's former... Uh, she... Fling. I, I liked... I don't... She didn't have much airtime. I feel like, but I... I feel like I'm gonna like her plot. I think she, her and Rufus are gonna have an interesting plot line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna like. I'm gonna enjoy their thread. Uh, I feel like also was probably very very attractive in her day, knowing especially how her gene pool oh sure lended I'm itself sure. to Serena. So I mean, she's also she's not bad looking here, but I feel like I saw her hair with her hair back quite a bit, which is just fine. Um, you know, waiting for good hairstyles from her as well. And that's what we're looking for here, hairstyles. I mean, this is going to be the main topic yeah. of every episode, the hairstyles of people. And it, that's what I mean. You asked me about a lot of these characters, and all I said was like, uh, hot or not yeah. hot, and hair, how's the hair? Which is fine. But nothing nothing <laughs> about their personality. <laughs> so That's kind of what the teen drums are all about, though. Yeah. So besides all that, I couldn't really think of any like exciting segments. We will nail something down to go on. But you know, I just have the kind of yeah. regular ones where we could rate the episode and then discuss either winners and losers or MVP and LVP. Um, don't need sure. to do both of those Simple things because that's a little redundant. But and then I have because uh, in the other Gossip Girl podcast I listened to, they kind of well eventually one because uh, one of the hosts was like you who had never seen the show wasn't spoiled on anything. But then eventually she yep. ended up getting spoiled on who Gossip Girl is. But at the end of every episode, she'd predict who Gossip Girl was. But I always thought that was kind of pointless because there's in my mind there's no sense in predicting who Gossip Girl is because. Um, it, it even the writers did not decide who Gossip Girl was until the last season of the show, so they had no idea. So gotcha. I guessing like and like you said before, it's not the point of the right. show. It's not the general. point of the show. And trying to base your guess on stuff that you've seen is just point, like you might as well just pick a name out of a hat. So it's kind of pointless to predict. For sure. Um, and also, you know, I'm I, I'm not good with you know I, this is a very uh, fashion forward show, and I'm not very good with fashion. But if anything sticks out, you know, we could just kind of. You know, give awards for fashion Outlet or like wise. best music choices or something. If anything sticks out to us, but that's yeah. not something that has to be done every episode. Yeah, if it's for the future, we'll start writing that stuff down as we go. Yeah. I'll start look, keeping an eye out for for outfits and songs. So I guess then let's just rate the episode now. Um, okay. Uh, I'll go first because for me it's an obvious. What do we want to rate this out of? Do we want to rate it out of like five or ten? Like, I was gonna 
do like letter grades even. Oh, you want to do letter grades? Letter grades. Because I was gonna say A through F. Yeah, sure. If you want to. You could do pluses and minuses too. Sure. Like a like a what's that website? AV Club. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And I will okay. I will keep um a uh, a running list on my, on my notes app of the uh, the highest rated and Kinda lowest rated app. episodes aggregate score cool. between us. So M and B. Let me uh, let me create a new note here. Cool, good content. Yeah, uh, behind the scenes, baby. Listening to behind the scenes, baby. Listening to you. All right, notes. so yeah, okay. So for me, so for me, I have actually written down five out of five. But now that we are doing letter grades, and uh-huh, I guess that works guess because they are being... high schoolers and they are getting letter grades yeah. in their school as well. So there you go. Um, I will obviously give this episode an is a plus a thing or is a the top. I don't think because I think when you get like an A in college, it's a four point oh. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. so, A's so good. Uh, I am going to give this episode an A. Like I said, I, I don't need, I don't really have to elaborate because I already talked about how it's the perfect pilot. It's an iconic episode of the show, and that's it for me. It's an A for you. It is a. Uh, I'll say, mm, A minus. Okay. I said thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, amazing for a pilot. Like I, I'm trying to also look at it through that lens as far as what pilots usually are they're usually kind of boring very introductory and they they usually grow a lot from there but this is it seems like the show's already in its final form at this point but i'm sure that's not true but it feels like this is what the show's going to be every time i see it so you are uh it's ready it's ready to go you are leaving room for improvement you're giving an a minus but uh yeah right exactly there's more I, I know that there's better in the can somewhere all right great so a very good uh first showing for the first episode and now do you want to do a winner of the episode and a loser or do you i think mvp and lvp will be good yeah. Okay. That, that's good. So, should we take turns, or should we say it at the same time, so as not to influence each other, or do you just promise mm. not to get influenced by my answer and to give an answer? <laughs> I promise. All right. I, you have to. I think I'm not going to. I'm not going to agree with you a lot of times. You time. have to solemnly you're, swear you're, that you're going to be Blair for you. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. So you want me to go first? Go ahead. Because I did write it down. What, okay. Yes. I think. Uh, I think the MVP of this episode is Dan. Um, you know, he dips his toe into the world of the popular, and no matter what he says, I know this is what he wanted secretly. He wanted to be a popular kid, and uh, he's getting a taste of that, so good on him there. He went on a date with the beautiful girl that he has been in love with for, you know, two years or whatever. Um, the date seemed to go very well. Uh, he shoots his shot for date number two. He saves Jenny. He punches Chuck in the face. He looks like a hero. I mean, it couldn't have gone better for Dan, really, so I think Dan (laughs) really has to be the MVP of this first episode. Yeah, and he does. I mean, I have to. He also probably has. I have the, to agree. Okay, sorry for cutting you off, but uh, I was okay. gonna say he also probably has the funniest lines in the episode. But go on. For sure. I mean, I, it's it's not much to add to it because you, you kind of touched on all the plot the plot points of his his story this episode, but he he goes from literally hiding behind a rack of clothes to going yeah. on possibly potentially two dates with this yeah. with this girl. A real so. evolution just in so the first episode. <laughs> yeah. I think honorable mention maybe being Jenny. Sure. Just because she avoided avoided sexual assault and stood up for herself. Yes, he sent out she sent uh, out that text to Dan to to get him to save her. Um, yeah. Good, she good also her. dipping her toes into the popular crowd gets the invite to the kiss on the lips yep. party. So that's good. I will yep. uh, I'll also keep track of these and I'll uh, you know give people a point for an MVP a minus point for an LVP yeah. and then at the end of the season we could give out the award for the uh, MVP well, of the scores. season. You know, like tally it. out the scores. And then the obvious being. Chuck for least valuable player. Yeah, the LVP has to be Chuck. There's really no other option. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, he literally sexually assaults two separate girls in 42-minute times. Less than that. Yeah. Both in, like, the second half of the episode. And he's just all around gross and terrible. Every time he talks, my skin crawls and I shudder. Yep. <laughs> so, and bad hair, too. And he has bad, bad hair. And, yeah, the worst crime of all, bad hair. 
<laughs> Worse than sexual assault. You heard it here and first. And of course I say that facetiously. Do not put me on the record that's saying that <laughs> right. bed hair is worse than sexual assault. It is not how I feel. I will deny it to the grave. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll uh, keep track of these. Um, and that's pretty much everything. Unless, uh, pretty unless much. you've got some other stuff. That's all I've got. All we've really got left to do is to do uh, our little Lonely Boys Theater. Lonely Boys Theater, that's right. Theater, yeah. So every, I'll, I guess I'll explain this little little ditty we're going to do. So every week we're just going to... Uh, Maddie Fresh 24 here will pick a scene that the two of us can... Uh, I will read the transcript and do a little table read so that we can play it as a previously on for the next episode. So you'll get to hear us do it live now, and then we'll uh, you'll hear us again next step at the top. And hopefully, and we're gonna give it our give it the, our best. Yes, go. The ultimate goal is that someone will hear this and will love our acting so much that we will uh, be cast in season two of the Gossip Girl reboot. Oh, I th- you're gonna say they would mistake it for like the episode itself? Like, it well, was that is the first thing. Ex- right, right. right. First, from the show. first they listen and they're like, I, they play a clip from Gossip Girl. And like, oh no, no, this is Brendan and Matt. <laughs> Let's call up their agents and try to book them for season two of the show. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So. And we're, oh, we're, are we also going to do it with like uh, different accents too each week? Like English and Australian. Oh, and you want to try to show off our accent? Or, Japanese. Um, I'm inclined to say <laughs> no because my accents are terrible. But if you kind of really force the issue, then I will try my best and it will probably be pretty bad. Okay, yeah. So I don't even know how you kind of want this to work like like that. Are we just gonna kind of kind of go into a scene? Um. So, I guess set set the picture of where we're starting here. So I, I for this I, I picked out the what I feel is the most uh, classic scene of the episode where uh, Serena and Blair kind of meet up on the on the steps of the Met for the first time and kind of have their little uh, showdown when when uh, Serena finds out she has not been invited to the Kiss on the Lips party. Very nice. And uh, you are going to be Blair. I will be the I'll be Serena. Blair. Yes. Okay. So this is, so we picked this especially because it's it's hard to do uh, multi characters with the same voices, obviously. So uh, we're gonna try and stick to like two uh, two character little scripts here. I mean, we, we again we could do multi camera but multi uh, character thing. Yeah, we, we just have to do different voices, which could get kind of hard. But you know, we are yeah. <laughs> we are <laughs> professionals. We're so. very talented. We are very talented. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not. So this is going from so when's the party to when? Uh, to the, the last thing will be Blair saying, you're my best friend. Okay. So we're ending on you. Okay, so maybe we'll have like a little clip, uh, like a little uh, mini song or something like that, a little a noise. Sounds good. Previously on Gossip Girl. Like maybe like, a, you know, like when you go to like a, a concert and they have like the little cello playing in the background. Sure. Or something like that. When you're going to go see a, right. something like that. We'll see. You are now listening to Lonely Boys Theater. So, when's the party? Saturday, and you're kind of not invited, since until 12 hours ago everyone thought you were at boarding school, and Jenny used up all the invites. You can go now. Sorry. (laughs) No, no, it's okay. Uh, I've got a lot of stuff to do anyway. Well, we should get going then, unless you want us to wait for you. Looks like you got a lot of yogurt left. <laughs> no, go ahead. Oh, Blair, Blair, Isabel, and Cat- Katie walk away. Serena turns around. I'll read uh, the <laughs> this, this little part. 
Blair, I think we can meet tonight. I'd love to, but I'm doing something with Nate tonight. The palace, 8 o'clock. Nate will wait. I can probably do a half hour. Thanks for making the time. You're my best friend. And scene! Alright, so that was the pilot episode of Gossip Girl. Next week we will be talking about Season 1, Episode 2, The Wild Brunch. We will probably talk about yes. our favorite brunch items if we uh if we Ooh, appreciate yeah, we'll brunch as a as a concept in general um and i do that will be i think we get introduced to uh some new characters as well some, some no mains i don't think but some recurring characters that could be fun to talk about and okay. uh yeah um until then do you have anything you would like to plug brendan uh, i was waiting for you to ask uh i was holding my breath wait I, for quite a while well you may exhale um, Thank you. <laughs> uh, I would like to plug, as always, my other show, the Hoppy Boys podcast. Um, Which has a great the new theme song now. Great new theme song, a Scott theme song, thanks yes. to some guy on Fiverr. He crushed it in, in like literally in like 23 hours, like turnaround time. Great Nailed stuff. It. Great stuff. I uh, love it. So check out the theme song. The rest of the show, not so good, but the theme song's awesome. It'll, as long as you give me the downloads, I don't care. Um, but it's a show where we talk about all things beer, nothing else. And it's just a good, fun time where drinks, or drinks, friends chat over drinks. Sounds like I've had some drinks tonight. Um, and then I'd like to also plug me and that co-host Brian. Uh, we were recently on the Sick Invite podcast, which is like a mental and physical health awareness podcast. Oh uh, yes. Lyndon Hurst alumni Kayla Erb and Ricky Grimes, married couple, are the hosts of that show. The great, it's the great cool. Kayla Erb and Ricky Grimes. The greats. Um, I've always been a fan. That's about it. Of both of them. Yeah, good people. Good people. Um, as for me, and what I'd, about you? Yes, I'd once again like to plug yeah. specifically my episodes of the Hoppy Boys. Every episode that mm-hmm. I guessed it on, listen to those first. Um, and if you're only going to listen to a few episodes, definitely listen to those. Um, I don't think I have been on any other podcast recently. Um, wow. You're but, so busy with your own now. Exactly. But I did just finish season two of Never Have I Ever, and I'd love everyone to watch that so that it gets renewed for season three. <laughs> have you watched Never Have I Ever? I have never. It is so funny and so good and davy is such an iconic character and mini mindy kaling just killing the game with uh all oh, right you talked about this last week yes. a little bit and but yeah now today i finished the finished the season and i'm very upset very there's nice. no more episodes for me to watch so that's all i have to plug once again the work cool. of someone else i'll forever yeah i'll forever love how much you plug other people's work yes um, very generous of you but as as for anything else uh no hopefully i will guess on more podcasts in the future and i could plug those but uh yeah for now get it's the just, word out on this thing it's just this bad boy um just this but yeah that, that that's it that's it for today that's it for uh sorry for uh having to split this up over the course of two episodes but you know with an episode as jam-packed and as iconic as yeah, the pilot of, of gossip girl yeah it, we had a lot of stuff to do a lot of introductions to make and uh a lot of world building for me a new fan Yes, so hopefully uh, we'll be able to condense these in the future and just do, you know, one episode for one episode of Gossip Girl. But um, Yeah, this will be more the structure. This episode seems more on par with what the pacing is going to be like a little bit. Yes. Until then, you can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan at Ruppypuppy, correct? Yeah. No and numbers, right? Just, Boys pod. just Ruppy Puppy. And well, it's, even... as well as, it's kind of spelled wrong, too, but you'll find me. <laughs> True. And, oh, uh, yes. And what is it? At the Hoppy Boys pod? At the Hoppy Boys pod. All right, so follow me at MattyFresh24. Follow the Hoppy Boys at the Hoppy Boys Pod. 
And until next week, you know you love us. XOXO, Lonely Boys Podcast. The Lonely Boys Pod. Oh, oh we, yeah. Uh, you wanted to say that at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, get it. we'll get it one of these times. All right, all right. Next time. It'll be a real growth arc. One of the, the day we finally get it, everyone <laughs> will rejoice. <laughs> that's hard to do over a Skype, too. <laughs> yeah, it really is. We'll get it. All right. That's, all that's right. the end. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end. <laughs> 